Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Well, good morning. Uh, it's morning for us. I don't know when it is for you, but it's morning for us. So we'll say good morning. Um, we are working in Genesis 4 today. We've made it one through three. We have um, seen the creation. We have seen animals and plants. And then we saw Adam and Eve. And then we saw the great serpent. And then we saw the expulsion. And now we are living in the real world. We um, thank you, fruit, good tasting and appealing looking fruit. <laughs> we are, we're out. We're out of the Garden of Eden, and we are in the real world. So, <laughs> yeah, it was the fruit's fault. Go ahead. Fruit's fault. <laughs> yeah. Adam should have said, "God, look at this fruit that you offered me." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how about our humanity got in the way, and uh, we chose to not obey? We got in our own way. And you know what? I think that we um, blame Adam and Eve a lot because, you know, it's their fault that this whole world is in sin and everything. But really, which one of us has not chosen sin in our life? Mm -hmm. We all do at one time or another, often. I mean, come on, throughout our life, probably more than once or twice. Um, We can blame them, but it's just kind of, we all would choose it. Okay, wait, are you asking me to take personal responsibility for my own <laughs> for my own sin? Like, is that well, what you're asking me to do? <laughs> well, sort of, kind of, yeah. Uh, but, but remember, I'm out, I'm, out. I'm done. <laughs> I know, if, if they hadn't eaten, then sin wouldn't have entered the world. Is that right. what we're thinking? But I hear you say, you're saying that, Terry, if it wouldn't have been them, then maybe their offspring, then maybe they're off. There's so many opportunities for that to have been there. And, and if they hadn't sinned, we wouldn't need Jesus, and the whole thing wouldn't have worked out like it was supposed to work out anyway. That's right. God has a plan. And it's so, good. It's mm-hmm. good. good That's plan. right. It is a good plan. Yes. People just get in the way. That's all. Stupid people. Anyway. <laughs> Part of the plan. <laughs> but I think the great thing about that is that no matter that people get in the way, God's plan goes forth. Nothing mm-hmm. stops his plan. Nothing that we do derails his plan um, in any way, shape, or form. So I think that should give us great confidence that um, he's got it under control. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's, we could just be done. Like, really, we could be done for the day. That's the end of day (laughs) one. Yeah. (laughs) And sweet. Uh, Well, should we move on to um, Mm -hmm. chapter four, do you think? (laughs) Let's do it. Uh, Okay. You want me to read? Yes, please. Yeah. All right. Uh, Genesis 4, verses 1 through 7. Excuse me. Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. 
Later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of his firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. How's that for having to take personal responsibility? Yeah. 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 He just kind of calls it out right there. Like, listen, it's always there. So what are you going to do? And one of the things I like about both Jesus and God and probably the Holy Spirit too, now that I think of it, um, (laughs) is Cain was doing all the right things. Everything looked right. He was doing an offering. But God often calls out what's going on underneath. He doesn't look at all, like the Pharisees looked great, right? Mm -hmm. But God was, Jesus was calling out underneath, they're empty tombs, empty tombs. You don't know me. I'm all that's pointing towards me and you're looking me in the face and you don't even see me. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I, I think God was very gentle. I don't think he was a, um, as hard as Jesus was with the Pharisees because he needed to be, I think. God was direct towards Cain. Your heart is wrong. Mm -hmm. This is the issue. It's not what you grew. It's not what you gave me. Your heart's wrong, and I know it. And out of love, I'm going to confront it. I ultimately see this. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. One of the things that I noticed um, is that it says that Cain brought some of the fruits of his soil. Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. Right. There's that firstborn. It is his best offering. Mm-hmm. It sounds like Cain gave some, some of his stuff, not necessarily the best that he had to offer. I mean, I could be reading into that, but that is what I read into it. <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's heart. It's a matter of the heart. Like Rosemary, like you have said all, all along, um, it's a matter of the heart. And and Cain's heart is not right. Not right. Mm-hmm. Well, there has been some discussion of did Cain know that his sacrifice wasn't the best? Had God communicated already, we need a blood sacrifice an animal sacrifice or not. And I thought that was kind of an interesting discussion because at this point, God has already slain an animal to give Adam and Eve clothing, covering. Um, And we know that there is no forgiveness without the shedding of blood. The Bible makes that clear to us. Do we think that God had already sort of instituted that um, in the garden and that Cain just said, well, you know, I'm a farmer. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to trade my crops to get an animal. To, you know, I'll just give him what I've got. Again, I think so, because Cain, I mean, Abel knew what to do. Abel knew, yeah. The, fir- the fat portions, and that's what the priests were to offer mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. At first, as the fat offerings um, from the firstborn. 
And even though later on grain offerings are established, you know, fruit and vegetables, however you want to look at it, that's, that's later. And it didn't change the fact that those fat offerings, those um, animal sacrifices, the shedding of blood was still necessary. What I read, and if I if I read it right in Leviticus, the grain offering went with the meat uh, portion offering. It didn't come. It was not by itself. Not separate. It was yeah. in conjunct in conjunction <laughs> with. Hmm. So, but I, I think Rosemary's right. When God's talking to Abel, He's like, you know, you'll be accepted if you do what's right. It's like, okay. hey, it's a you know, you just got to do it my way mm-hmm. all right so you you thought you could get away with that no you can't do it your way you need to do it my way mm-hmm. i don't see that as um overbearing or or mean and and what a warning if you refuse to do what is right sin is crouching at your door um eager to control you so already right here in the very beginning god is saying you know it's a it's a choice you're going to have to make. You can make the right choice, mm-hmm. um, but, but you're going to have to make it. And I think we see that God's offering, just like he offered um, Adam and Eve a reprieve, you know, where are you? What's going on? What, you know, if they had been repentant and all that, like we talked about before, God would have given them a, maybe a different, another chance. I think it's the same here with Cain. Why are you angry? Why? Yeah. You know You'll what, be if accepted you're doing if you the right thing yeah. and he gives them another chance. And he the sin crouching at your door, like God didn't say, because I don't want you to hurt my feelings. His his care was again towards Cain. Mm-hmm. Yep. There will be consequences with this. Yeah. I'm just letting you know, you know. And surely Cain knew that his parents had already been cast out of the garden for disobedience, for doing things their way, for making wrong choices. So he's aware that, you know, there's a right way and a wrong way. Mm-hmm. And he's worked the soil really hard. Mm-hmm. God said it wasn't going to be easy to get, you know, get the grains and to get uh, the, the portions out of the ground anymore. Yeah. But he worked really hard. Look what he came up with. Mm-hmm. 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 His pride, that was his pride, was in his farm, I think. Yeah, there's an FYI box um, from Tony Evans, and it's like the cure for emotional problems is found in spiritual realignment. For us, it's Jesus, right? So what happens when we're in the place of Cain? And we're going to church, doing our time, blah, 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 you know, kneeling, standing, doing all our things we're supposed to do, doing our Bible study, but not connecting, not praying, our hearts off. What do we do with that? Do we keep offering that to God? And what does God say about that? I think that's an easy trap. And a lot of Christians fall into that. We get so busy yeah. with the work of God that we forget the whole point of this is a relationship with him mm-hmm. um, god is usually really good though to get our attention when we head down that road at some point you're going to hit a, a stop mm-hmm. um, 
and realize what's happened. And, and we can always turn. All we have to do is turn, repent from any sin. Um, even if it's just a, you know, oh gosh, Lord, I got carried away. I'm got my priorities mixed up because that's what that is. That's a priority issue. When I get the work of God ahead of my relationship with him, it's not that I don't love him anymore. It's that I got my priorities messed up. Things are out of order. Things and once again, God, God is the God of order. He brings yeah. order into this. Yeah. And he holds us to that. And I loved, I remember, Angie, when you would always say, the Holy Spirit would say, do you really want to do that? Yeah, that's always his no. question to me. Are you sure? <laughs> that's our opportunity. This yeah. is God saying this to Cain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I do love the reassurance that he gives him. If you do right, you'll be accepted. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Don't fret. So you made a bad decision. Okay, we're going to put that behind us now. We're going to make the right decision, and everything's going to proceed. Um, so he's got a second chance. Our God is so good mm-hmm. to give us second chances. Yeah, he, but he's, he's go ahead. He's he's angry. He's mad now. But how many times have I been mad? You know, I thought I've been doing everything right, and something doesn't work out. And I'm like, God, how could you let this happen? You know, and I'm really mad at him. Yeah. And I'm not taking responsibility because I'm saying, well, I did everything right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where um, Cain is in this situation. He thinks he's done a good thing. He's brought his crops and he's made a sacrifice. And then God said, mm, that's not acceptable. And now he's mad. And, and maybe like there have been discussions like, well, they should be the blood sacrifices or maybe the grain offering was fine at the time too. It wasn't what was happening, what we were seeing. It was Cain's heart. God knew it. He called it out out of love for Cain. Mm -hmm. I've been very quiet because I've been processing like this whole I've been noticing that, Suzanne. Um, (laughs) So the thing that strikes me is like Cain is probably... um, too angry for how he should be, right? Like his response is out of proportion because God is like, why are you angry? You know, and listen, I have teenagers in my house, two teenagers, two kids, both teenagers. And um, there are times where I look at my kids and I'm like, why are you angry? Like there is not not something here that you should be angry about. Like your response is out of proportion for the discussion that we just had. You know, and it really, it, it does, it It just goes back to the heart and like, this is not what I wanted to hear. This is not what I want to be doing. And I did, I can't just say it's my kids because I do the same thing. You know, like I ask a question or I want something and it doesn't work out and I'm like angry. Like, why am I angry? And it's because I don't get what I want it's because my kids don't get what they want. It's not the response that I want. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's like, it's that bitter disappointment of I had it figured out and I thought I knew I was doing. And I, 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 I mm-hmm. have it, whatever it is. And now it has to be you. And now it has to be your way. And I have to sit down and shut up and get out of my own stupid way and let God work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's that's really hard. <laughs> really hard. That's true. And it's it's hard to call it out in those earlier phases too, even for ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's God's doing it. It's like, well, oh, something's not right here. 
Oh, okay. Well, I can do it anyway. I got this, God. Don't worry. Would be our responses. Um, we were watching some kiddos that are two years old, and they were um, one just tortures the other, just goes over and goes bang. Like one builds a structure, and the other one goes bang. Right. <laughs> and we started intervening. And my sister's so cool in some of the things she works with early childhood or something. And as this little two year old's about to just go over and destroy the tower, she stops her hand and she holds her and she goes, Oh, I can't let you do that to his tower because I would never let anyone do anything to you like that. Oh, and it's like, whoa, that's such a good thing. And they're only two, and they go, oh, I'm so sad, and they have that temper tantrum that I would normally have, right? But it's like God's saying when I'm angry at someone else, I can't let you destroy that image of God mm-hmm. because I see you as is an image of me too of God. I can't let you do that and get away with that. Because I love you and I care about you and who you are and who you're becoming. And of course, I have a big temper tantrum, right? <laughs> like, but I think God intervenes for us all the time like that. And, and th- I think that's a great question, Suzanne. When you were saying, why are you so angry? That's a good thing for us to ask. Why am I so angry about this? And I think things are out of order again. Mm-hmm. Things are out of order. I'm thinking I'm in charge of the universe. Sometimes we think that we would be better off if we were in charge, right? But man, I'm pretty sure of it, to be honest. <laughs> that is a giant responsibility that I do not want yeah. to have. Right. Sometimes I don't even want to be in charge of my own life. Can you imagine thinking you need oh to be in goodness. charge of everything else? Everything else? Ooh, I know. Nelly. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, poor Kane. We're going to learn a little bit more about him next time we are and god is gonna um really look at him again and be like dude you shouldn't be so angry but come in uh, we're, <clears throat> we're gonna find out is he eager to control is sin gonna control him or is he gonna subdue it and be its master you know and and we're so used to this story right mm-hmm. and and it's like at first i saw god being mean and it's like, as I keep pressing into this and pressing in, and it's like, oh, no, God, more and more, I, I see the love that God has for Cain um, in my position, you know, well, as Cain. <laughs> so you can see the sin growing in his life. Mm-hmm. And when, you, when one thing gets out of control, the next thing gets out mm-hmm. of control. Isn't that true with all of us? Yeah. 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 We start on that sin path. God's going, oh, do you really want to do that? We start on God's path. Oh, you really want to do that? And there's, there's, it's such a clear divide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And well, there's a trajectory. Leave. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but we're going to leave you on a cliffhanger. So tune in next time. <laughs> <laughs> Find out if or if Cain really is angry. <laughs> Spoiler, he is. <laughs> yeah, he, and, he's really yeah. angry. And if really Abel angry. is able to withstand this. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> pain <laughs> brings pain. That could be the next one. <laughs> Ooh, nice. I like it. All right, Terry, will you close this out? Yep. Lord, once again, we're just so thankful for your word. Once again, we see your love and your care for us. Even when we uh, don't bring the correct offering, you bring, give us another choice. 
And we're so thankful for that because um, we make so many mistakes and we mess up so often, make the wrong choices. And just so thankful that you're a God of second, third, fourth, and the 70 times seven chances because we need them all. So, Lord, I just pray that you would um, rein us in when we need to be, that you would uh, remind us to do a heart check, continually check our hearts to see if we're on the right path, to see if our hearts are softened toward you and if we're willing to learn from you or if we're starting to harden our hearts through our own selfish desires and get led away. So, Father, we just pray that we would recognize right away if we've taken one little inch off the path that will eventually lead us to um, not being even near your path. We just pray that you would um, guide us and lead us in all things. We ask all that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And cut. <laughs> 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 <laughs>